This is Charlie Key. You are listening to the Be a Light podcast. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Be a Light podcast. Today's guest is Miss Georgia's outstanding teen, Mary Wilhelmina Hodges. Mary Wilhelmina is such a light in her community. She does so many things through her Take 10 initiative, Reach Out and Read, and the Miss America organization. She truly is an incredible woman, and I can't wait for you guys to hear what she has to say. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited about this. Of course. Me too. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. So the question of the Be A Light podcast is why? Why do you do what you do? And you are an incredible woman. You do so much with your Take 10 initiative. You promote literacy through uh, Reach Out and Read. And you do so much in the Miss America organization. So what is your why for doing all of these things? Well, I come from a very rural and small community in Georgia, and so I don't have as many opportunities as young women that would live in more urban and city areas. And so I've had to broaden my horizons and look for opportunities, and I've had to find these opportunities myself to, you know, be be in the Miss America organization and do take 10 and reach out and read. And so that is why I do it is to inspire others that even though you come from a small town or, you know, somewhere no, nobody knows about that doesn't matter. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, So I love your name. I've never heard it before. It's it's (laughs) Willamina a family name. Yes, actually it is. I am the sixth Wilhelmina in my family. Yeah, it is a German name and I absolutely love it. Uh, A couple years ago, I've always been called Mary Will. Mary Mm -hmm. Will actually comes from my mom's side of the family and Mary or Wilhelmina comes from my dad's side. So it actually is pretty cool. I've always been called Mary Will for sure, but Mm -hmm. in about fourth grade, I learned the history of it and I, then I just want to be called Mary Wilhelmina once I learned the history <laughs> more about it. So, yeah. It's <laughs> so cool. I love that name. So, tell okay. me about Take 10. You're the founder of this organization, right? Yes, I am. So, tell me what Take 10 is all about. So, I think we all can agree that we're very busy and we don't really think about how much exercise we need daily. And the American Heart Association recommends 30 minutes for adults and 60 for children. And so, like I said, we're so busy, we don't really think about it or we don't have time to take a whole 30 minutes to exercise or a whole 60 minutes to exercise. Mm-hmm. So take in breaks it up into 10 minute increments, three to six times a day to get the recommended amount of exercise. That's really awesome. So why did you start this organization? So there's actually multiple reasons why. My aunt, first of all, she's been a huge inspiration for me. She is a former bodybuilder, women's fitness expert, owns her own gym in Macon, Georgia. And so she has been a huge mentor to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I'm sure you know what a Fitbit is. Yes. (laughs) So in middle school, I had a Fitbit and every day I would log 10,000 steps or more a day. And then I transferred to high school and those um, steps, sorry, I, in elementary school, yeah. I was logging 10,000 more steps a day. And then when I transferred to middle school, I was getting 4,000 or less steps a day. And just because I, you know, it wasn't just because I was getting less steps, but that means I wasn't moving as much and yeah. nobody was. And so in Georgia, 
PE is not required for middle school students. So I decided to talk to my aunt and also research ways that we could still have academic time, but, you know, fit in some physical activity time because it is proven to help so much for you to be alert and participate more in class. Gets the blood flowing in your body and get your heart pumping. And so it really is beneficial and it's even been proven to help behavior issues in school and so I wanted to implement this platform at my school and so I came up with the idea of Take 10. That is so awesome. What have you been doing recently with Take 10 with COVID? Everything's crazy so a lot of people have been trying to work out at home and things. Oh yeah I so I in the past I held two 5k races. I hosted in the month of December. Yeah, I called it Jing- Jingle All the Way 5K, and I had a fun run as well. Um, I've been able to do so many things. Social media has been a huge part, um, especially, you know, during COVID. Mm-hmm. That is how we're, and in today's society, that's how we're communicating with people, social media, and so we have to use it to the best of our advantage, and so I've used it to you know, do many challenges. Mm-hmm. I've also done some with the girls um, in Miss Georgia, and so that that's what I've been doing. And I, and I also had before I've done fitness Fridays where I've done interviews with local people in my community. That's really cool. And I think it's really cool that your aunt was a bodybuilder. So did you, did she ever do those competitions? Yes. Um, a while back, she doesn't anymore, but a couple years ago, um, I can't really remember how long ago it was, but yes, she, she did. That is so cool. (laughs) Did you ever go to them with her? I did not, but she hosted one one time, and I went to that one. But I have seen pictures, and she does train people for bodybuilding shows. That is so interesting. (laughs) That's so awesome. So tell me about Reach Out and Read. You have uh, established a platform for the Miss Georgia organization as a whole. So tell me what Reach Out and Read is. Absolutely. So this, you know, in the past couple of months, um, our Miss Georgia Executive Director Trina talked to me and she told me that she wanted a state platform and wanted me to, you know, develop it and find one and leave my mark as I'll be leaving in June. And so I, and we want it to be literacy because there are many people on the state board that are educators. My mom is an educator, my grandma is, and there are many local directors as well that are educators. And so, and some of the girls may have literacy platforms as well. So I, me and my mom, my mom and I, you know, searched and looked for different platforms or organizations that we could partner with and reach out and read really stuck out to me because it still keeps ties with Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, because it, you know, from ages zero to five years, five years, I think, Mm -hmm. you get 15 books and pediatricians are trained through the reach out and read program and they teach families how to read aloud to their children. And so it's an awesome organization and I can't wait um, to see what, what we can do with them. That's so cool. And I love how it involves pediatricians because my platform is the March of Dimes, which fights to get, which fights for the health of all moms and babies. And in America, we have the highest maternal mortality rate in the developed world. And Mm -hmm. Premature birth is the number one killer of newborns in the U.S. And so that's something that the March of Dimes fights against. And 
premature babies when they're born, they are sent to NICU units, which are neonatal intensive care units. Mm -hmm. And a lot of NICU units will have books available for families to read to their children because a lot of times they're not allowed to hold the babies because they're so small and they're so undeveloped. So it's just a way to bond with that child. So I love that you um, chose Reach Out and Read because it incorporates my platform as well. Uh, so what ha what, how can we get involved with Reach Out and Read? There are many ways. So current or starting May 1st, we will start the virtual book drive. And so I have challenged all the Miss Georgia candidates to raise $250 each. So that is one way. Also, it's kind of hard right now because of COVID, but yeah. they do have volunteer readers um, with That's a pediatrician. Awesome. Yeah, with the pediatricians, you uh, they have volunteer readers that read also read aloud to the to the parents and the child. And so I believe they can do those virtual, but that would be awesome if people could go in person, maybe yeah. soon. <laughs> Hopefully it seems like yeah. things are getting closer with vaccines and everything. Yeah. I saw that you got your first dose of your vaccine. How, did, how was that experience? I did. It was uh, awesome. I mean, yeah. I, went to, I went to a surrounding community near where I live and there was no line Wow. Uh, and it did not hurt at all. And so I didn't, my arm was a little sore afterwards, but mm -hmm. other than that, I had no symptoms, but we'll see after the second shot, I'll go back and um, you have to wait about 21 days. So I'll yeah. go back. Oh, wow. <laughs> so my, my family's gotten their vaccines. My brother has, and when it's my turn, I'm only 15, so I'm not quite there yet, oh, but when, yeah, when I, uh, when it gets time for me, I will definitely get it. I don't like shots, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, so you should okay. be good. You should okay, be good. good. <laughs> I don't like needles. Um, so when did you start competing in the Miss America organization? I, my first prelim, I was 12. I did the Miss Macon's Outstanding Team prelim competition. I actually was a princess before that. <laughs> That's what really interest me, interested me in the organization. Mm -hmm. But I was 12, but I was going to be, of course, 13 before Miss Georgia. So yeah. What is that? Three or four years now, which is crazy. Oh, wow, <laughs> that is crazy. So there might be someone listening who might not know what the Miss America organization is. So could you give us a rundown of what it is and the mission of the Miss America organization? Absolutely. So the Miss America organization, first of all, is the one of the largest scholarship providers for young women. I'm so honored to say that I have earned over three hundred thousand dollars in wow. in kind in cash scholarships, which is awesome and I would yeah. encourage all young ladies 13 to what is it 25 mm -hmm. is the the miss yeah um competing it's an amazing organization in a way for you to showcase your talent and your confidence speaking skills and just the memories and friendships that you make through the Miss America organization I know at Miss the Miss America's Outstanding Teen Competition I I was talking about it the other day. I would go back any day. It was just yeah. an awesome experience. And I know I can say that I know a girl from each state. Well, I should say a sister from each state. Yes. <laughs> it's just awesome. And there, I would encourage any young girl out there to do it. Mm -hmm. It really mm -hmm. is incredible. And it's, <laughs> it's helped so much with interview skills. And it's allowed me to go out yeah. in the community and meet new people. And it's, it's yeah. really an incredible organization. What would yeah. be your best tip for preparing for Miss Georgia or any uh, state pageant? So I will say this, my biggest piece of advice is to practice, practice, practice. I know that is so basic. 
But it is so true because the more you practice, the more confident you will be in your performance. Uh, I remember leading up to Miss Georgia, the year I was Miss Greater Atlanta's Outstanding Teen, I had a whole schedule. Each week I would follow the schedule day by day, but I would work on interview this day, paperwork this day, talent was this day and this day. I would do, you know, fitness this day. And so it just, it, it's, you have to practice. I mean, that is the biggest thing. And reading over your paperwork, knowing it by heart, because you never know what a judge could ask you about it and could have a million questions, million different questions about one little topic on your paperwork. Yeah. And so, (laughs) so yeah, practice. I mean, that's, yeah. I totally agree. And, you know, when you practice so much, once you get to Miss Georgia, you can actually enjoy it because you're not stressing out about messing up or you're not stressing out about what to wear because you already have everything planned. So definitely practice. And I remember my first year, I I was ready, but I just, I was so nervous and I was so focused on doing good that I didn't take the time to actually enjoy it and meet as many and uh, grow relationships with as many girls as I had wanted to, because I was so focused on stressing out about everything that I didn't actually enjoy the whole week. You want to have the best time of your life when you go. So, you know, you have to do all the work before. So exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your best interview tip? Because I know interview is something that all contestants love to get any new tip they can get with. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I will say I struggled with interview. I, you know, I've, I'm a performer. Mm-hmm. I've danced since that too. And I am so used to the stage. I, I, that's where I feel most natural, but interview is where I had to really, really work. Yeah, me too. And like I just said, I have a few, actually, I, I have more than one, <laughs> but like I just said, reading your paperwork every day, knowing it, you know, forwards and backwards, also being relatable and being yourself, yeah. you want, you know, it, even if, and also the biggest one is it doesn't matter what you say, it's how you say it and how you deliver it, because trust yeah. me, they're going to remember how you said it and not what you said. Exactly. It's, That is a huge one that I've had to remember and I've picked up on as the years have gone by, but that's something to really keep in the back of your head and not stress too much about the perfect answer, but you know, your personality and the, the way you relate to the judges through your answer. Absolutely. I totally agree (laughs) with that. Uh, So what was the most rewarding part of competing at Miss America's Outstanding Team? Oh, uh, the friendships and the experience would have to be, uh, it was just an amazing, amazing week. There's no other way to describe it. I, and, you know, it's kind of hard to describe it until you live it. And um, it, it's very rewarding. And I'm so blessed that I was able to go to Miss America's Outstanding Teen, uh, you know, two sum, a summer, I don't know, it's almost two summers ago. That's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's just the memories you make, you'll cherish forever. And yeah. it's very rewarding because you don't have your phones. Yeah. And that, all that's ho- tough and hard at the same time. You remember a lot more and you, you get, you truly get closer with your other, the other title holders. Yeah, absolutely. So you were 14 when you were crowned, right? I was. <laughs> so does, that make, does that make you the youngest, Miss George's Outstanding Team? I know I am one the youngest. There may have yeah. been another 14-year-old, mm-hmm. but I I have heard I was the youngest, and I've also heard I wasn't, but <laughs> I, 
<laughs> been the youngest to compete at Miss America's Outstanding Teen. Wow. Georgia. Like the the youngest one of Georgia's winners. Yes. You know what I'm trying gotcha. to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. And so was there any extra pressure being so young or was there any negativity from certain people because you're so young, people thought you couldn't do it? Oh, absolutely. My first year at Miss Georgia, I was the youngest one. I, when I was Miss Macon's outstanding teen, I was the youngest contestant. And while there is challenges, you have to remember, even though you're the youngest, that means nothing. It, exactly. I always remember, my favorite quote is by William Shakespeare. It's, though she is little, she is fierce. Mm-hmm. And people take that many different ways, but it, it truly, I mean, even though you're the youngest, that doesn't mean anything because you can do, you can have an interview way better than a 17 year old or 18 year old. I mean, it really, really doesn't matter. But I mm-hmm. also had two other 14 year olds at Miss America with me. And oh, so wow. that was really cool. Yeah. We were, we were all, three of us were roommates. And so it was really cool. And to have girls, you know, younger like you and experiencing the same things is, it was really good. Yeah, that's really awesome. And there's a there's a verse somewhere, and I think it's Second Timothy, but it talks about not letting people look down on you because you are young. And that's true with anything in life, because age is just a number. And just because you may be younger than someone doesn't make you any less qualified for a position. And if you work hard for it, you can do it. And if it's God's calling on your life, then you can do it. So thank you so much for joining me today. This has been awesome. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Uh, Thank you for your time. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I am so proud of all you're doing and all that you have done. And I wish you the best. And I can't wait to see you soon. Thank you for listening to the fourth episode of the Be Light podcast. Mary Lamina is truly amazing. And it's so inspiring to see such a young woman going out in the community and making a difference in the world. And so I just encourage you all to see the good, be the light, and make the difference. Thank you for listening to the Be Alike podcast. Join us every week for a new episode.